Welcome to Over the Thread. My name is Taylor, and uh, today we have a really awesome special episode, and I think I say this every single time I start a podcast, which I need to get better about not saying this the same thing every single time. But actually, though, we have a really cool podcast for you. It's um it's special to the Christmas season um, because today is Christmas, which is so exciting. And uh, I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, Happy Hanukkah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Um, this is going to be kind of a throwback. Actually, not kind of. It is a throwback episode. We actually did a pre-podcast called Thought Nuggets. I don't know if you guys listened back, back in the day, but it was actually when we first started on Anchor. And it was super, um, super fun, but super random. And so we did this special 12 Days of Christmas where we recorded 12 podcasts, which was kind of insane. We did 12 podcasts over 12 days for the 12 Days of Christmas. And the last one that we did was um, a special Christmas book reading recording um, episode. And I kind of, it was my first time doing post-production on a podcast um, of a more, I guess, professional level. So I was super proud of it. Um, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, it's probably going to be cringy me listening back to this. Um, but I wanted to share it with you guys because it just really embodies the Christmas season. And also it's Christmas, so we thought, what better way to bring in the season than, you know, having a special episode that we worked really hard on last year. So without further ado, here is our Christmas episode um, where we read to you our favorite Christmas books and special narrator voices, might I add, <laughs> which is great and also kind of cringy, but you know what? Bear with us. So enjoy and uh, we'll see you next year, guys. Bye. Welcome back to Thought Nuggets. I am Taylor, and we have Mary <laughs> on as well. Yay. She's here in hello, the building, hello. aka hello. via the interwebs. The interwebs. The interwebs. Yes, that, you guys. That's the beauty of technology: is you can record mm -hmm. a podcast when you're in two different states. It works. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. So true. So true. So well, true. welcome back, and welcome to Christmas Eve. You guys made it. Yay. Yay. Christmas is tomorrow. Christmas. It's time. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys made it Christmas Eve. If you've listened to all of our podcasts. Uh, then good you're on amazing. You. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we can call our own stuff. <laughs> because others to judge. But. I, I said um, I said that they're amazing. Oh, I thought you said we're amazing. I'm like, I mean, I know, but I don't want to <laughs> I mean, be like, I'm I mean, amazing. We already, we already know that, but uh, duh. I mean, I, I mean, mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. So well, anyway, tonight is a special night because it is Christmas Eve and we want to do one tradition that I think we should still do, even though we're not kids. Absolutely. Um, it's been years since this has ever happened, but I kind of want to bring it back. Bring it back. Um, but we will. We are going to be reading our favorite um, Christmas children's book tonight, today. Whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> whenever time is may. irrelevant to this podcast. You so whenever to this in October, we don't know. That Could is be true. October 2018. 
Well, you know what? If you are in October and listening to a Christmas podcast. um, You're awesome. Also pushing the season, so chill. (laughs) Also, we're against pushing the season, so listen to that episode. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Literally the first one. (laughs) If you made it this far, shame on you. Shame. Lots of shame. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we're going to be reading some books tonight, or two specifically, because we don't want to take all of your time. Um, but, yeah, uh, we decided to do this because, for me, um, this was this is my favorite Christmas memory. Uh, my dad would come in and just uh, read Polar Express every single Christmas Eve to me, and then I would fall asleep to it. Um, so it's like a, it's a fun little, um, story with a lot of meaning for me. Um, so a little background, um, do you want me to go first, read first? Yeah, go ahead and read first. All right. So yes, I'm going to be reading the Polar Express. Um, it is a Caldecott winner. Uh, it is a well-deserved Caldecott winner. Um, it was written and illustrated by Chris Van Allsburg. Um, and his illustrations are absolutely beautiful. We're going to bring in a little bit of art. If you guys have not seen this book, seriously, like it's worth getting. Guys, a, it's the story worth your time. is so fun. But even if the illustration. What? <laughs> even if you're I old. I know I'm old, Taylor. No, no, I'm not saying that you're old. I said even if you're old, it's worth your time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. One little like side note pulling everyone out of this. So. When we record this, my headphones are turned like basically way down, so it doesn't give any feedback on my mic because it can pick it up sometimes. So like it, I'm, I have a hard time hearing Taylor sometimes. <laughs> you gave me a really good idea to turn mine down as well. Yeah. Anyway, so these illustrations are just absolutely beautiful. They're all done, I believe, in pastels. Um, oh, and really? for someone to do that, it's just absolutely amazing. Like I'm looking at it right now, and I believe. It looks very pastel-y or um, a really good uh, color pencil, but I think it's pastels. Anyway, check it out if you haven't. Um, I will be reading the story tonight, so you guys at least get the story. Um, it's not clearly as long as the movie, but it's just as fun and less creepy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, should I just, like, get into it, or do we have anything else to say? You probably hear so. me, like, flipping I... the pages around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping. There's a lot of flipping All pages right. up in here. All right. I guess without a further ado, um, I guess we can read this. Hopefully I can get this in one take. Um, if I mess up any words, I'm sorry. I'm not the best reader. Um, and actually, I've never recorded reading like a script or a book basically this but is hey, our first time recording maybe this is our calling tay we'll see how it goes maybe, maybe this is our calling maybe we should have been radio hosts a long <sighs> time ago i don't know i don't know man so all right get ready for a lot of pages of mary probably almost messing up everything so <laughs> you have no confidence in yourself you need to have more i confidence. don't especially when i'm reading <laughs> all righty should we get into it? Let's let's jump into the conversation. All right. In this case, Merry it's a Christmas. Book. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. The Polar Express, written and illustrated by Chris Van Allsburg. 
On Christmas Eve, many years ago, I lay quietly in my bed. I did not wrestle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound, a sound a friend had told me I'd never hear. The ringing bells of Santa's sleigh. There is no Santa, my friend had insisted, but I knew he was wrong. Late that night, I did hear sounds, though not of ringing bells. From outside came the sounds of hissing steam and squeaking metal. I looked through my window and saw a train standing perfectly still in front of my house. It was wrapped in an apron of steam. Snowflakes fell lightly around it. A conductor stood at the open door of one of the cars. He took a large pocket watch from his vest, then looked up at my window. I put on my slippers and robe. I tiptoed downstairs and out the door. All aboard, the conductor cried out. I ran up to him. Well, he said, are you coming? Where, I asked. Why? To the North Pole, of course, was his answer. This is the Polar Express. I took his outstretched hand, and he pulled me aboard. The train was filled with other children, all in their pajamas and nightgowns. We sang Christmas carols and ate candies with nugget centers as white as snow. We drank hot chocolate as thick and rich as melted chocolate bars. Outside the lights of towns and villages flickered in the distance as the Polar Express raced northward. Soon there were no lights to be seen. We traveled through cold, dark forests where lean wolves roamed and white-tailed rabbits hid from our train as it thundered through the quiet wilderness. We climbed mountains so high it seemed as if we would scrape the moon. But the Polar Express never slowed down. Faster and faster we ran along, rolling over peaks and through valleys like a car on a roller coaster. The mountains turned into hills, the hills to snow-covered plains. We crossed the barren desert of ice, the great polar ice cap. Lights appeared in the distance. They looked like the lights of a strange ocean liner sailing on a frozen sea. There, said the conductor, is the North Pole. The North Pole. It was a huge city standing alone at the top of the world, filled with factories where every Christmas toy was made. At first we saw no elves. They're gathering at the center of the city, the conductor told us. That is where Santa will give the first gift to Christmas. Who receives the first gift, we all asked. The conductor answered, he will choose one of you. Look, shouted one of the children, the elves. Outside we saw hundreds of elves. As our train drew closer to the center of the North Pole, we slowed to a crawl. So crowded were the streets with Santa's helpers. When the Polar Express could go no farther, we stopped and the conductor led us outside. We pressed through the crowd to the edge of a large open circle. In front of us stood Santa's sleigh. The reindeer were excited, they pranced and paced, ringing the silver sleigh bells that hung from their harnesses. It was a magical sound like nothing I've ever heard. Across the circle, the elves moved apart and Santa Claus appeared. The elves cheered wildly. He marched over to us and pointing to me, said, let's have this fellow here. He jumped into his sleigh, the conductor handed me up, I sat on Santa's knee and he asked, now, what would you like for Christmas? I knew that I could have any gift I could imagine, but the thing I wanted most for Christmas was not inside Santa's giant bag. What I wanted more than anything was one silver bell from Santa's sleigh. When I asked, Santa smiled. Then he gave me a hug and told an elf to cut a bell off from a reindeer's harness. The elf tossed it up to Santa. He stood holding the bell high above him and called out, the first gift of Christmas. A clock struck midnight as the elves roared their approval. Santa handed the bell to me and I put it in my bathrobe pocket. The conductor helped me down from the sleigh. Santa shouted out the reindeer's names and cracked his whip. His team charged forward and climbed into the air. Santa circled once above us, then disappeared in the cold, dark polar sky. As soon as we were back inside the Polar Express, the other children asked me to see the bell. 
I reached into my pocket, but the only thing I felt was a hole. I had lost the silver bell from Santa Claus sleigh. Let's hurry outside and look for it, one of the children said. But the train gave a sudden lurch and started moving. We were on our way home. It broke my heart to lose the bell. When the train reached my house, I sadly left the other children. I stood by my doorway and waved goodbye. The conductor said something from the moving train, but I couldn't hear him. What? I yelled out. He cupped his hands around his mouth. Merry Christmas, he shouted. The Polar Express let out a loud blast from its whistle and spread away. On Christmas morning, my little sister Sarah and I opened our presents. When it looked as if everything had been unwrapped, Sarah found one last small box behind the tree. It had my name on it. Inside was the silver bell. There was a note. Found this on the seat of my sleigh. Fix that hole in your pocket. Signed, Mr. C. I shook the bell and made the most beautiful sound my sister and I have ever heard. But my mother said, oh, that's too bad. Yes, said my father, it's broken. When I shaken the bell, my parents had not heard a sound. At one time, most of my friends could hear the bell, but as the years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Though I have grown old, the bell still rings for me, as it does for all who truly believe. All right. I'm going to be reading, I'm be reading my book. Gosh, I need to figure this out here. Okay. <clears throat> so, my book is called All of the Other Reindeer, which I was informed by my mother was my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas books of all time, which I, I do remember it, um, but I, I just couldn't remember if it was my favorite or not, but I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really cute. I wanted to read the very back to tell about the author slash illustrator because we are artists here on uh, Thought Nuggets and we appreciate good art. And this is a very highly illustrated book. Um, my guess is it was made in the early version of Illustrator from the digital aspects of it. It's kind of very like, um, there's like kind of like harsh lines and shapes and gradients that I feel like can only be really created in illustrator not so much photoshop but regardless <clears throat> okay so first of all let's just acknowledge the fact that it was written and illustrated by a husband and wife duo power couple um so shout out to them jay otto Sy seibold and vivian walsh <clears throat> and so it says Jay Otto Seinbold and Vivian Walsh live in San Francisco with their three children and two dogs in one house. Vivian writes on a pad of paper, which makes her sort of like a journalist, but she couldn't keep her facts straight, which makes her like a poet. Jay Otto draws all the time. He draws on the computer, which makes him sort of like a scientist, but he doesn't wake up till noon, which makes him an artist. So you can guess who did what. Anyhow, I just thought that was really cute and I wanted to read that. So. Without further ado, let us read all of The Other Reindeer. Every day, Olive took her daily dog walk, winter, spring, summer, or fall. Today was a winter's day. It was the holidays. There was music playing outdoors. People were all singing along. All of the other reindeer. Olive was too shy to sing. <laughs> she hummed. Back at her doghouse, Olive was wrapping presents and listening to the radio. <clears throat> then she heard that same song come on again. 
all of the other reindeer went the song Olive the Other Reindeer. Olive sang along. All of the other reindeer, said Olive. I thought I was a dog. Hmm, I must be a reindeer. It was that time of year when all reindeer reported to the North Pole to help Santa Claus. Olive put down her scissors carefully and marched out the door. She took one bus and then two buses. She got there just in time. Santa was checking his list for a second time. Elves were busy helping the reindeer load the sleigh with presents for all the good girls and boys. Everyone was getting ready to go. Olive took her place. Santa noticed that there was a little dog in the lineup. Santa knew a lot about dogs. For instance, they can't fly. But as it was time to go, he decided to give Olive a chance. Comet, the biggest reindeer, used a piece of extra ribbon to make sure Olive was tied safe and tight. Now they were ready to go. Olive was surprised it was so easy to fly. The other reindeer were very curious about their new helper. They looked at Olive so much, they weren't even watching where they were going. They flew smack into the top of a too tall tree. Oh dear, said Santa. My sleigh is stuck in this tree. I have to cut it free. Olive clung to the side of the tree. She tried to fly up to help Santa, but she could not. She climbed up slowly and started chewing. Chewing sticks was something Olive could do well. Thank you, Olive, said Santa Claus, as they got back on their way. They had not traveled far when Olive's nose began to twitch. Olive smelled trouble. It was the smell of gumdrop candies as they fell from the sleigh. Drop, drop, drop. Olive barked, and Santa knew what to do. He steered the reindeer down and all around so that all of the gumdrops fell. Plop, plop, plop. Back into the toy sack. We were very lucky not to lose a single gumdrop, thought Olive. Then she heard a strange sound. It was a musical note. She spun around on her string to see the night sky, filled with falling flutes. Olive had to howl louder than the wind instruments. This was not music to Santa's ears. First gumdrops, now flutes, said Santa. That tree must have torn a hole in my sled. Oh, he's going country now. He's going all country. Prepare for an emergency landing, Santa instructed. The sleigh landed in a snowy field full of flutes. Luckily, Olive was good at fetching sticks. It is something dogs love to do. Before Santa had finished patching the hole in the sleigh, Olive had returned each and every flute back into the sack. Ho, 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 said Santa. We're ready to go. They were running late, but after a while, all the good children received their presents, and Santa and his team were headed home. They were almost home when they got caught in the dreaded North Pole fog. The reindeer slowed down, and it was only the breeze that moved them along. The fog was as thick as a pillow. It made everyone feel sleepy. Then Santa remembered something about dogs. They are expert smellers. Olive, I hate to, to be late for breakfast this year, he said. Mrs. Claus is playing a parade of cookies. Mmm, you can almost smell them, can't you? Olive could smell the cookies. Olive, won't you, won't you guide my sleigh this morning? asked Santa. Olive moved to the front of the reindeer. 
Thanks to Olive's nose and Mrs. Claus's baking, they made it all the way back to the North Pole. All of the elves sang out in cheer, Hooray! Hooray! Santa and the reindeer and the little doggy are back! Kind of wish it rhymed, but, you know, whatever. Come on, Vivian. Should have made it rhyme. Back at the North Pole, it was a glorious morning. After eating lots of good food, it was time to open presents. The reindeer got jump ropes, the elves got toy trains. Santa reached into his toy sack. There was one present left. It was for Olive. It was her very own set of reindeer antlers. They fit perfectly. Then everyone went outside to play reindeer games. The end. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that. We certainly had fun reliving some of our old uh, Christmas stories. I haven't read that book in years. Yeah. I do have to say. For real. Uh, loved it. Sorry if there's any hiccups on my end. I'm not the best reader. <laughs> um, but it was fun. We haven't... I don't know. When was the last time you read for, from a book, Tay? Oh, geez. Um, a long time. It's been... Yeah. Probably since I, like, babysat when I was, like, in high school, which was a while ago. Yeah, it's it's been, like, a very long time, at least for me, so... It's it's interesting. I definitely understand that you really have to practice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I could I could read from a book. No, <laughs> it's hard. So, hope you guys just enjoy it though. Um, it's pretty short. It's pretty fun. Um, maybe maybe next year we'll get a little bit better at reading. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry, Merry Christmas, Eve. Christmas to you all. To you all, well, and to you all, I guess a good night. A good night. Well, anything else, Tay? Or I don't, should we wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up like a Christmas gift underneath the Christmas tree. Like a Christmas tree. Oh, that's waiting for you for tomorrow morning. Yeah. Hey, <gasps> Christmas. Christmas. Well, I guess with that, hope you guys have all the Christmas warm and happy thoughts. Fuzzy blankets and, and hot cocoa. Yep. And like wherever you are, if there's snow tomorrow, if there's not, still enjoy your time with your family and or friends or with whomever. And I guess we'll see you guys later. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry ho, Christmas. Ho, ho. <laughs> Happy holidays. Okay. I'm done. They're gone. Bye. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Bye. Ma 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 me 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 la 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 la